0: Internet providers are already pushing to get federal regulators to repeal consumer privacy laws, which were just passed in October. The rules require internet providers like Comcast and Verizon to ask their subscribers for permission to use and share data about their browsing history and app usage. The so-called opt-in rule was passed by the Federal Communications Commission in October and called a historic victory by privacy advocates. But the rule will probably be repealed before it even goes into effect effect. On January 2nd, some of the biggest internet providers filed a petition asking the FCC to roll back the privacy regulations. My guests are Daniel Lyons, professor at Boston College Law School, and Enrique Armillo, professor at Elon University Law School. Daniel, is this all about lost revenue for the internet providers?
1: Well, I think a big chunk of it is about making sure that the same rules apply throughout the internet ecosystem. The problem that many of the broadband providers had with the FCC's rules is that it applied a more stringent rule for broadband providers like Comcast and Verizon than it did for other parts, uh, other internet companies, such as uh, Google or, or Facebook, who are allowed to share your information without your permission.
0: And Enrique, how would the rules have protected consumers' privacy? Would they really have done that?
2: Uh, I think these the, the, these rules were, were pretty significant, Dana. What basically um, what they did is what you referred to as an opt-in, which basically said that any user of a broadband service uh, would have to give express permission with regard to the use and sharing of their data by their provider of their broadband service with respect to what the FCC called um uh, sensitive uh pr- private information and that was basically health and financial information of the user the user's uh, uh, location as established by uh, the the place where they're accessing their broadband service and their web browsing history and, and any apps that they used so in the in the market of of target, targeted marketing services this is actually um this is information that 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 is is very helpful in terms of monetizing uh, internet use for broadband providers.
0: Dan, with so much concern about internet privacy, what do the internet providers say are the reasons that these rules should be reversed?
1: Well, I think uh, again, I think the primary concern is making sure that there's a level competitive playing field, right? So um, consumer information is the lifeblood of the internet economy. It's the turning of your uh, online history into potential advertising leads, that makes it so that Google can provide free Gmail and web searches and things like that. Uh, as, as long as Google and Facebook and other companies have access to that information at a lower barrier than uh, Verizon and Comcast, then it means those broadband providers can't be effective competitors uh, to companies like Google that, dominate, that currently dominate uh, Internet advertising.
0: So now the big question, Enrique, is there a way to up the rules, to make the rules stronger for companies like Facebook and Google, or do we run into problems there?
2: Well, the interesting uh, and, and sticky part there is that you know those um, you know apps and websites are not real under the jurisdiction of the FCC at all. You know, to the extent these regimes are different, and Daniel is certainly correct, is that they are different and, and even inconsistent in a lot of ways. And part of the function of that is that these are two different agencies operating here. The FCC has jurisdiction, um, so it says over the broadband access provider, and the Federal Trade Commission has access over um, the uh, the Googles and Facebooks of the world, uh, just basically on the. J- jurisdiction over uh, consumer protection. So to, to harmonize the work of those two agencies is, is, uh, would be quite difficult. And in, in that sense, the, the claim of, of inconsistent regulatory regimes that Daniel's talking about is a valid one.
0: Daniel, the rule was passed by a three to two vote with Democrats in the majority. Tell us a little bit about the composition of the FCC and what's going to be happening at the commission when Trump becomes president.
1: So by statute, the FCC is always going to be uh, five members, three from one party and two from the other party. The difference in uh, the presidential election determines who gets to be that swing vote. So um, uh, one of the Democrats, Jessica Rosenworcel, stepped down at the end of last year, and uh, the current chairman, Tom Wheeler, is scheduled to step down in the next couple of days. That will leave the commission with a 2-1 Republican majority uh, until President Trump can uh, fill those other two vacancies. I would expect him to nominate one Republican and one Democrat sometime in the next few uh, months. But until then, uh, from now until about January 20th, the FCC is operating at a 2-2 tie. And after Inauguration Day, it will be a 2-1 uh, majority for the Republicans, who so a signal that they have a desire to repeal this. Uh, order and several other orders that were enacted in the last year and a half or so.
0: So, Enrique, basically they could repeal this right after the inauguration?
2: Yeah, this is a The kind of procedural posture of this is that you know, various companies who are affected have filed um, petitions for reconsideration, which is a requirement for federal law. You know, you have, basically have to ask the agency to reconsider its decision before you ask a court to consider its decision. Um, but if, a, as Daniel said, if a majority Republican uh, commission decides to kind of um, reconsider and, and 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 take these rules away, then there's uh, there's no uh, there's no challenge for the industry to make, and, and there are no privacy. Rules in place.
0: Daniel, tell me about some of the other groups. I, I know that uh, ad trade associations, some of the other groups that have asked the FCC to reconsider this rule.
1: Yeah, and I think part of it is uh, concern about the importance of robust competition among uh, the purveyors of Uh, consumer privacy or consumer information, right? Um, Google is the 600-pound gorilla in this industry. They've got a significant market share of overall um, uh, advertising revenue. I think a lot of ad agencies are concerned that uh, the FCC's current rules will hobble broadband providers as they attempt to try to become a counterweight to Google in that market.
0: And Enrique, what's the likelihood that right after the the presidential inauguration, we see that this rule gets reversed.
2: I expect it'll be pretty quick. You know, underlying all of this is is the decision back in the net neutrality um, proceeding that the three of us actually talked about it several months ago. The decision to treat broadband providers like telephone companies. And, and that was a jurisdictional step that the FCC had to take in order to reclassify um, broadband providers as what we've been calling title II uh, telecommunication services and that the, the FCC had to rely on that same kind of jurisdiction to pass these privacy rules so if if net neutral if the net neutrality domino is going to fall then necessarily the uh, the privacy domino will fall as well and, and we'll get back to where we were um, before we had uh, robust net neutrality protection for, for Internet users.
0: We've been talking about Internet providers already pushing to get federal regulators to repeal consumer privacy laws, which just were passed in October and haven't even gone into effect yet. I've been speaking with Daniel Lyons, professor at Boston College Law School, and Enrique Armijo, professor at Elon University Law School. Dan, consumer advocacy groups say they're opposed to this repeal, obviously. They had hailed it as a historic you know, landmark rule, and they're going to work to oppose its repeal. Now, how much can they really do?
1: Well, it's not clear to me there's much they can do at this juncture um, as long as the uh, motion for reconsideration is pending before the FCC. The FCC has the ability to review the motion, and if it decides to grant it, it makes the uh, order go away. At that point, uh, it simply goes back to square one with regard to consumer uh, protection organizations to begin working from the ground up to build their case, not just at the FCC but also at the Federal Trade Commission uh, to try to shift – from uh, the current opt-out regime into a more consumer-protective rule base.
0: Enrique, we spoke briefly about net neutrality um, and what what will happen to that in the upcoming administration. So first, just briefly explain net neutrality.
2: Sure. Net neutrality is basically the idea that all traffic over the internet has to be treated uh, the same, and the FCC's rules uh, that were passed earlier this year put that into effect. Um, obligations on uh, broadband service. Internet service providers to not treat um, traffic differently, and 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 the the procedure here is is, is similar to, to what Daniel just described. Um, you know that the FCC um, will be asked to reconsider uh, those rules, and a Republican-led uh, FCC will decide that those rules are no longer in the public interest and, and repeal them or, or change them in some material way, and then uh, you know advocates on the on the other side of the, that issue that one, uh, the first time around, so to speak, are in a very difficult place. Um, it's very hard to get a court um, to to say that an agency was wrong when it changed his mind, its mind so long as the agency gives reasons for changing its mind. And, you know, that's part of the political process. Agencies are part of the executive branch. Uh, the FCC is an independent agency, but it still comes uh, within the ambit of the president, and the president, for the most part, gets to set the priorities Of the FCC, the same way that President Obama did when he was president.
0: So, Dan, after the inauguration, what else are you expecting? What other changes or reversals are you expecting at the FCC or the FTC?
1: I think that they, with regard to the FCC, Enrique is exactly right. The net neutrality proceeding is the uh, big target that's in the current Republican commissioner's sights, uh, not just because they're worried about net neutrality rules, but because they're worried about the broader imposition of common carriage obligations that those rules placed upon broadband providers. I would expect to see uh, the FCC open a proceeding to, uh, to begin to repeal at least the reclassification of broadband providers under Title II. And we might see some movement in Congress toward a legislative compromise. Ultimately, uh, much of the fight over the last few years has been the difficulty that the agency has had trying to fit modern technology into... Uh, the language of a statute that was last updated in 1996, and much of which was written back in the 1930s to govern uh, the old bell monopoly. So uh, we may start seeing some progress toward a legislative solution uh, where to update the law in order to better reflect uh, modern telecommunications networks. And I think that's probably a win-win for everybody.
0: In 30 seconds, Enrique, how much hope do you have for a legislative solution?
2: Uh not much <laughs> it's,
0: your it's, si- uh, your silence your pause there probably said it all 50-50
2: I, I, I think it's less than fifty-fifty. You know, it, it's really hard uh, to to get Congress to move with respect to big statutes, even old statutes uh, like the Telecommunications Act. There are just so many moving parts here that that um, usually it, efforts to kind of rewrite big statutes covering massive parts of the economy are are, are generally doomed to failure. Uh, you know, we, we have both houses part of the same party. You know, that may help move things along um, because we have majorities. Uh, Republican majorities on both sides. But All still,
0: right, uh, we will difficult. have you both on again to talk about uh, to talk about this. It's going a lot of, it's going to be happening. That's Enrique Armio, professor at Elon University Law School. Daniel Lyons, professor at Boston College Law School. Coming up, Barack Obama makes history before he takes the next step down.